Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. To catch up on the latest free agency news, next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers here with Dan Schneier. And Dan, it sounds like DeAndre Hopkins might get traded in the coming days. There was a report uh, on Tuesday indicating that the trade market is starting to heat up. Suitors are starting to make their offers. And it sounds like DeAndre Hopkins is going to be out of Arizona. Now, the question is, can he still be a number one fantasy wide receiver if he lands in the right spot? I think so, Chris. I think we saw last year that despite the quarterback uncertainty, despite the fact that he was dealing in large parts with on you know below average quarterback play, he still earned a lot of targets. And we've mm-hmm. learned over the years that targets are earned. They're not. We used to think that you know this guy's going to get so many targets because he's here and in this situation, but really they're earned by getting open and getting separation. He can still do that on the underneath stuff. I question if he's still the same vertical receiver he was early in his career. It's not that he doesn't have the same skill set. It's just that he's not the same athlete he was. Mm-hmm. So I still think he can be a very big a wide receiver one in the right situation in PPR leagues, full point PPR. You get out of that half point or standard leagues, and then I don't think you're looking at a wide receiver one. Yeah, obviously a lot of it's going to depend on where he lands. You know, if he lands in a in a low volume passing offense, like if the Ravens were to decide to go get him. I think it'd probably be pretty tough for him to be a number one just because they're not going to throw the ball very much. But I don't know. That that could work out. What would you think about something like that? I like the Ravens spot uh, a little bit. But again, I, I think the problem, like you said, is the volume. I know they're changing offensive systems there. will probably be more pass heavy, but I don't think they're going to reinvent the wheel there. I still think they're a run first team. All right, let's move on to some of the signings from the last uh, 48 hours or so. Devin Singletary signed with the Texans on a one-year deal worth about $4 million. It's not a huge investment, obviously only the one year. And Devin Singletary, not a great player, but I think him and Damian Pierce, there's probably not that much of a distinction in talent level between the two of them. Does this hurt Damian Pierce in your eyes? It does if you were expecting him to potentially be like the second year back that takes over. But I don't think I ever was because if you look at his profile dating back to his time at Florida, he never had the workhorse volume. So I don't really think they expected that when they drafted him either. So it does hurt him because I don't really want to invest in a timeshare on a bad offense. But mm-hmm. we'll have to see who they draft that quarterback in this draft and how fast he comes along. Yeah, I think the thing with Pierce was, you know, they did try to use him as that like clear number one guy. Rex Burkhead wasn't really involved. The problem was he did end up getting hurt. And that was the concern was he never got used that way in Florida. They did use him that way as a rookie. And he ended up, you know, suffering the ankle injury that cost in the last month or so of the season. So do they trust him to be that kind of guy? I think is the bigger question. Another running back situation. Damian Harris goes to the Bills actually replacing Devin Singletary. I know James Cook was someone that that you specifically like the talent level. Does Damian Harris represent a big out obstacle for James Cook to be fantasy relevant as a starter, or do you think this is just a depth signing? Not necessarily for me. I, what really concerns me more, and I love James Cook's talent. I think you saw at the end of the year the Bills start to lean on him more. 
What concerns me is they still have Hines on the roster too. Mm-hmm. So now it's like very similar situation to what they had last year. I almost feel like Harris just replaced his Singletary, but I think you're going to see better volume from Cook. Like there were points last season where Singletary really was the lead guy there. I don't think Harris will be that at any point. I think that's really what the indicator for me as to why I'm still decently high on James Cook based on the talent level. And the price still isn't too bad there. All right. One of the other signings, Dalton Schultz signed with the Texans tight end on a one-year deal. Didn't get the market that he likely was hoping for after a couple of nice seasons with the Cowboys. I think the stock is definitely pointing down for him going to a much worse passing offense, but you know, this is one of those situations where there's very little competition for targets. You've got Nico Collins, who I think we find interesting, but hasn't really proven himself yet in the NFL. And then, you know, Robert Woods, who I thought might be useful last year and looked pretty done coming off the ACL. So is Dalton Schultz still a top 12 tight end in Houston? I think so, Chris. And I've doubted the talent level with Schultz in the past. And then I kind of came around to it before last season because I started watching a little more tape on him. I think he does a lot of those little things right in the past. It's almost like a Zach Ertz type situation. Mm-hmm. Not a great athlete, but finds a way to get open. And one thing I've always noted is that rookie quarterbacks do tend to lean on tight ends in their first season because they're an easy target. They're open. They're quick through the progression. So I think depending on where they go in the draft at quarterback, if they go in the draft at quarterback, which I think they will, Schultz could be a very high volume type player. And so all, if he gets like 100 to 120 targets, which I think is definitely possible, that's right there. Lock him in as a top, top 12 tight end. That's how yeah. best the ends are. All right. And let's talk about one more signing real quick. I, I think Ronald Jones is a guy we've talked a lot about on fantasy football today over the last few years. But after he barely saw the field for the Chiefs last season, I, I think we probably know uh, not to expect too much. But he did sign with the Cowboys on Tuesday. Do you think there's anything there? Is he any kind of obstacle for Tony Pollard? Or are we still looking at the NFL draft as the place that the Cowboys might add some competition? I can't wait to get burned again by Ronald Jones. And I will because I still like his talent a lot. And I also think the Cowboys might be in the market of going away from what they did. They might look at that past decision to draft Ezekiel Elliott and re-sign him and push all those capits back as a mistake that cost them players like Amari Cooper that really could have helped them win last year. So I think if they go running back in the draft, they'll actually be day three. And Ronald Jones is a really good chance to actually be a piece of this offense. I'm I'm still pushing all my chips in on the Uh-oh. Dallas Cowboys taking Bijan Robinson. Oh. I just... I feel like the narrative at least makes too much sense. I think Jerry Jones wants that guy, and I think he's going to go get him. But, you know, until that happens, I think he would have been right. Yeah, until that happens, Tony Pollard sure looks like a first-round pick. I think he went fifth overall in a mock draft that we did on Tuesday. So there's a, a lot of variance in what Tony Pollard's value for 2023 could look like. But right now, I think he's a clear number one, you know, first round pick type of running back. So it's going to be something to keep an eye on over the next month and a half or so. And that's going to do it for FFT and five. We'll be back tomorrow to talk more free agency and keep previewing the 2023 season. We'll see you then. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance, avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown, new season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus.